Welcome back to another episode of True Tech, and in this episode, I wanted to talk about iOS 14, more of the WWDC leaks, and also some iMac news that are going to be in WWDC. I'm your host, Jalen Mann, and this is True Tech. Alright, so if you're listening to True Tech for the first time, you guys probably haven't heard of the merch, so if you want to go get the merch... You can go get that at the link below in the description. And also check out my Patreon account at patreon.com slash truetech to really help and support me out. Alright, so mounting evidence um, suggests that iOS 14 will be an S update. And what this means is it's not really going to be a major update. It's going to be like, um, think about the XS, iPhone XS. The S stands for speed, and iOS 14 is just going to be more bug fixes and making the OS faster. Not many new features, but also it's just going to fix some bugs. So even though we're in the global pandemic right now, and there's a lot of bugs in iOS 13, there's a lot of evidence that suggests that iOS 14 will be a smaller S update like iOS 12. And Mark Gurman with the 82.2, accurate accuracy first mentioned that major features could be delayed until iOS 15 in a report from November 2019 due to coronavirus and also some um, bug fixes that they're going to need to implement in iOS 14 because iOS 13 um, had too many bugs. And iOS 13 was one of the biggest updates that needed a lot of bug fixes. Like, iOS 12 didn't need that many bug fixes because it was a S update. And iOS 9 didn't need that many, or iOS 8, or iOS 7. But iOS 13 is on a high scale of needing to have a lot of bug fixes. And they had a lot of software patches in this whole year, and there's... So many iOS fixes like iOS 13.1, iOS 13.2, iOS 13.3, iOS 13.5, and so on. And previously, after stability and performance got out of hand in iOS 11, Apple issued a smaller iOS 12 update that helped make the OS more stable. And they're going to need to do this with iOS 13 since the OS isn't so stable and they're going to need to do a lot of bug fixes in iOS 14. So they won't have a lot of ground to put more features into iOS 14. And they really had to f- um, fix all the bugs like they did in iOS 13, 11. And more recently, iOS 14 was again rumored to have significant focus on performance. So it's going to have it's going to be really focused on how fast your phone is able to do things. And just like how smooth everything is, it's not going to really have any features that are new. Although there will be some tiny new features, but not as many as iOS 13 got or iOS 11. So they're just going to have to focus on performance and speed so that there's no bug or crashes when you're using this OS. So I think that right now that we still don't have enough 
information to know for sure, but based on um, the evidence that um, the the analysts are giving us, iOS 14 is going to really be an S update. And I think this is kind of interesting since um, I was thinking that iOS 14 was going to be a big update, but ever since I heard of this news, I'm like, no, I don't think so. But iOS 14 is going to have widgets, apparently, and more little tweaks to the um, to the notification center and also the control center. So if you're wondering what these widgets are going to look like, you can check that out in um, websites like MacRumors.org or AppleTrack.org. And iOS 14 isn't going to be much of a um, feature update and we're expecting that iOS 15 is going to be a feature update and that iOS 15 is going to have a lot of things to do with AR and stuff that the Apple Glass and iPad AR LiDAR sensor is going to be used for because right now the LiDAR sensor in the iPad doesn't really have that many capabilities and it's kind of like a gimmick right now but hopefully later they'll be able to raise what you can do with AR and since Apple hasn't really done anything so far I'm just speculating here but I think they're gonna put some stuff in iOS 14 for developers to try to code more things and then also in iOS 15 they're really gonna really gonna push on AR and that's kind of big because Apple's trying to make AR a consumer type product and software and they want not only employees and um, higher and like people who work for Apple to use these products they want everybody like all consumers to use Apple Glass for everyday life and for for things that people are going to need to use AR for like doing going to um, just driving in general there could be uh, maps on Apple Glass that can direct you where to go so you don't have to keep looking at your phone or your GPS and it'll just tell you in the Apple Glass software which is ROS it's gonna tell you which direction to go so it's easier for you to navigate around the um, the roads and then you won't have to look at your phone and it'll just make it more convenient for you for when you're driving and also maybe when you're trying to find things out like if you're doing a math problem it can use a lidar sensor to sense the answer and um this is gonna be this is gonna have to push a lot of the privacy concerns for apple since apple is a very privacy based company and they really try to focus on privacy so i don't know how apple's really gonna pull this off with the cameras and the lidar sensors but I think it's going to use a lot of the CPU power in the iPhones. And maybe it's going to need to use the the phones, the newer phones and not just the older phones. So maybe Apple's going to do something where you can only use Apple Glass if you have iPhone 12 or higher. And that's going to really make people upgrade if they really want these Apple Glasses. And some more news about iOS 14 is that uh, this iOS update is going to have new wallpapers. So it's going to have like a gradient and um, 
different wallpaper features that it um, iOS 13 didn't have and widgets it's gonna have it might have call recording so if you want to record a call you can just press a button and that'll help record a call so it's easier and you can also listen back to the call after you called that person and it's just gonna be based on iOS 13 they're not really gonna put that many updates in iOS 14 and I think that's alright since people aren't really focused on things like that right now they're focused on um, getting their jobs back and stuff like that so people wouldn't really focus too much on the OS's on phones and hopefully there's gonna be better cameras in the iPhone 12 for the October event and I think there's gonna be uh, a smaller notch in the iPhone 12 and hopefully the iPhone 12 can be take advantage of iOS 14 so it can um, use more of the hardware to it could use more of the software to push the hardware to its limits because that's what WWDC is about pushing the hardware that we already have to the limits so then our hardware can really be used in a certain way so because in a really successful product you're gonna have to have good software and good hardware so you're gonna need these two things to make a really successful product because you can't just have really good cameras but and not have really good software to process these photos um, I iPhones have decent cameras and they have really good software processing so they can make amazing photos and think about the Google Pixel the Google Pixel has okay cameras, but their software is a really amazing. So their photos tend to be really good, and they only have one lens, like the Pixel 3a and Pixel 4, since it only had two cameras compared to other cameras like the iPhone 11 Pro. And Google is saying that they're going to try to do digital zoom, so so that they don't have to put they don't have to put as many cameras as other phone manufacturers have to do all right so we're going a little off topic but yeah it's you need to have good software and good hardware so you can make a really successful product and that's what WWDC is about making the good software so that the hardware can take advantage of this software and hopefully that um, they're all all the iPhones are gonna have OLED screens so everything will look so smooth and have deep black displays and hopefully that hopefully the 120 hertz displays come to the lower end iPhone so all people get to experience this 120 hertz refresh rate and I think that Apple might not put 120 hertz in the lower end iPhones because they want there to be a difference between the iPhone 12 Pro and the iPhone 12 Max because the iPhone 12 Max would be a really good sell if it had a lot of the features that the iPhone 12 Pro would have um, because there's not many features that the iPhone 12 Max has that the iPhone 11 Pro has more because think about it the iPhone 12 Max already has a really small notch 
it's the same size phone. It has an OLED display. It has the same processor. And the only difference is just the cameras. But I wouldn't really buy the iPhone 11 Pro for like $200 more just because it had a LiDAR sensor and a telephoto um, camera. So Apple's going to have to try to make some more features in the Pro iPhones that are not in the lower end iPhones because people would just buy those phones and not care about the pro pro iPhones and Apple's gonna really lose marketing in these higher end iPhones. And these iPhones are going to be priced at a decent decent price because of um because of BOE's displays. BOE is a company that um, app that makes displays, and Apple wants to partner with them to make to make a good displays, and um, they're not gonna they're probably not gonna be as high quality as Samsung's display, although they're gonna be really similar, and hopefully this is really gonna lower down the price um, according to rumors, and so far Apple's long-awaited iMac redesign is finally happening in WWDC according to. Um, Sonny Dixon and the new iMac will feature a iPad Pro design language so basically it's gonna have similar to an edge-to-edge display and the bezels are really gonna shrink and hopefully look similar to the Pro Display XDR because you shouldn't have you shouldn't need to pay six thousand dollars to have a full display and these iMac IMAX will have a T2 chip and a AMD Navi GPU that will be present for um, for video editing and stuff that really uses the GPU power to the limits. And it's going to have a fusion drive, so this will no longer be an option, and suggesting that SSDs will have to be standard. And this is the iMac so many of us have been waiting for. Very rarely to um, the concepts actually translate into real products, but hopefully this is accurate and what happened. Because I don't want, I, I really hope that these iMacs do get full display, full edge to edge displays. Because I really think that just because you pay $6,000, you get a edge to edge display. Because people that are paying this amount of money should get edge to edge edge-to-edge -edge display and besides they've been having this kind of design for almost 10 years and it's really looking outdated compared to its predecessors and yeah that's my take on the iMac iMac line and the iMac Pro line so hopefully they can change all this because Apple's really making and looking like they really don't care about the bezels anymore in the MacBooks and also in the iMacs. So if you have one of these products, hopefully you can try to buy the newer products like the the this leaked iMac. The, and that's it for this episode and this is I think episode 27 and check me out at patreon.com/truthtech to help me out. I'll link that in the um show notes below. And I'm just starting out YouTube, so if you want to check out my YouTube channel, I um, talk about tech and also do vlogs and music, so you can check me out at the show notes below. And also, 
if you really want the merch, you can go down in the um, show notes below to get merch because there's a hoodie, there's t-shirts, and um, it's a pretty good deal. So you could go check that out for the True Tech merch for people wanting to buy this. Alright, thanks for listening to this episode and catch you guys in the next one. Peace.